a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You hear that? We're doing something special right here. It's called 20 Minutes on the 2020 Election. For the next 20 minutes, it's you and me chatting here. We're not going to take a single commercial break until closer to the bottom of the hour. We're going to do a few things. Let me map out what's going to happen over the next 20 minutes. You are, you're going to play a big role in what happens uh, over this next 20 minutes, this 20 minutes on the 2020 election. I gave a call over to Doug Wright last Thursday, and I said to him, Hey, Doug, listen, remember when you and I were working together all those years ago, and you had a segment, and it was called The Politicker. He said, Yes. And I said, I'd like to, I'd like to revive that segment on my very own program. And I'd like to do so with your blessing. Well, he gave that blessing. And so today, in about 10 minutes from right now, I'm going to open up the phone lines and let you let you be you a voter, uh, a candidate. If you are a supporter of a candidate or a specific issue, anything that's on the ballot, you will have 20 uninterrupted seconds to weigh in and share your views. Let me give you the number now and feel free to call and get on the line and we'll uh, we'll we'll get to you as soon as I go through and explain uh, some of the details that have led to uh, to tomorrow being Election Day. Why is that the case? In law, I'll share that with you. But get on the phone. It's 801-575-8255. 801-575-8255 is the number for KSL's Politicker. What you will have is 20 uninterrupted seconds to share with all of our listeners here at KSL News Radio, exactly who you feel they ought to be supporting. Or maybe it's, again, an issue or a constitutional amendment or anything. If it's on the ballot, it's fair game. And the doors open to candidates as well. So last time with the number, then I'm going to share with you a little bit of history. 801-KSL-TALK, 801-575-8255. In about 10 minutes, we're going to have some politic and fun here on Live Mike. But first, I want to ask you a question. Why is it why is it that Election Day falls when it does? How long has it been the case? Election Day, uh, this uh, according to statute, Election Day for federal offices is held on the Tuesday after the first Monday in November in even-numbered years. You got that? <laughs> election Day for federal offices is held on the Tuesday after the first Monday in November on even-numbered years. Election Day falls between November 2nd and November 8th, depending on the calendar. Uh, Upcoming, well, November 3rd tomorrow. And then the next uh, federal office election will be uh, on November 8th of 2020. Now, what does the Constitution say? What does the Constitution say about Election Day specifically? Well, the Constitution and federal statutes provide structure for elections and voting in the United States. But election administration is primarily a state responsibility. The Constitution 
doesn't designate a specific day for holding elections. It allows states to choose the times, places, and manners of holding elections for senators and representatives. But it permits Congress to make or alter those state rules, except uh, as as to the places of choosing uh, senators. The Constitution also empowers Congress to select the time for choosing presidential electors for the Electoral College and the day all state electors vote for president and vice president. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about the calendar in a moment, the Electoral College calendar, when the Electoral College actually casts its votes. Uh, but let's look back uh, even further at when the first federal elections were held. When were the first federal elections held? Popular elections for representatives were held between November 24th, 1788 and June 22nd, 1789. Senators were then selected by state legislatures as established by the Constitution. Uh, Different states chose presidential electors in different ways, some of them by popular vote, others by legislature. The electors cast then their ballots on February 4th, 1789, and the the newly assembled Congress counted those votes on April 6th, 1789. All right. Uh, So that's just a little bit of background. The reason why I shared that with you is because it wasn't, this was novel at the time. The idea of having a single election day is a relatively new thing, relatively, right, in the age of our uh, nation. And yet uh, it was late 1700s that uh, a long span of time was the the period within which uh, these elections were, were handled. Now, When and how was a single election day created? When and how was a single election day created? In 1845, the 28th Congress set a single date for states to appoint presidential electors. In 1792, the second Congress decided uh, presidential electors would vote on the first Wednesday in December, and electors must be chosen in the 34 days leading up to that date. More than half of the states in the early 1800s held presidential elections in early November. But now this is the part that's absolutely fascinating. This is the, the part that the little wannabe historian in me uh, got real excited about learning. As travel and communication methods, so f- think about that, travel and communication uh, becomes faster in the 19th century, potential manipulation and fraud concerns grew. These, these concerns uh, grew to different election days in different states. Why? Well, you see, this state or that state would vote on different days. In fact, more than half of the states in the early 1800s held uh, only more, more than half held presidential elections in early November. The 34-day period during which elections could be held prolonged excitement and provided uh, time for more intrigue, right? That was a fact. That's certainly the the case for us. You know, we here in the news business, we want to learn about every single angle and facet of an election uh, because, well, it's content, stuff we can talk about, stuff we can share with you, things that we can teach the listener and learn ourselves. And so this, this long 34-day period within which elections needed to be held, that was a period of time of much excitement. But remember travel and communication. Members of the House 
when debating a bill in 1844 uh, that would set a, a uniform presidential election day across the country, declared that the goal was to guard against fraud in the election of president and vice president. You see, what was happening and what was uh, what people were afraid of was that in one corner of the country, a vote could be cast, results could be tabulated, and that because it's 34 days between uh, then and when you need to get all of the elections completed, that news, because of the advancements in travel and communication, could then make their way to some other corner of the country and have an inappropriate influence or a fraudulent influence. And so there are very practical reasons on why it is a single day. And, again, fascinating to be reminded and to learn that it wasn't always a single day. There used to be a period of time, a period of time for uh, for votes to take place. Election season. Now, why? Why? Now, this, this is real good. This is fascinating. Why was the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November chosen as election day? The first Tuesday after the first Monday. The timing of Election Day means citizens cast their ballots for president and vice president roughly one month before the formal vote of the Electoral College. I believe that's December 14th. We'll take a look at the calendar in just a moment. You know, mostly, this is according to uh, Congressional Research Services, uh, in answering this question, why was it the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November that was chosen? In a mostly agrarian society, holding elections late in the year, avoided the harvest season and the onset of harsh weather. Early November fell Goldilocks-like between the end of the autumnal harvest and the grip of winter. Now, that gives us uh, why early November. Voting on Tuesday rather than Monday sidestepped one of the religious complications. Given that voters from remote areas would typically have to travel overnight to poll. It didn't seem appropriate to require them to travel on Sunday. That's the Sabbath for most Christians. You got that? So rural voters, in an effort to make it to the polling place, some uh, very distant from the farm, would have to travel a great distance. And <laughs> so as to avoid their needing to travel on Sunday overnight, you move it to move it to Tuesday. Let the travel take place on Monday. Lawmakers prevented Election Day from falling on November 1st by selecting the first Tuesday after the first Monday, which took into consideration, get this, which took into consideration the fact that many merchants used the first day of the month to tally their books from the previous month. So you keep it off the first day of the month, you give the business folks time to get the books settled, and you make it Tuesday instead of Monday so the religious folks don't have to break the Sabbath and travel overnight on Sunday. But you didn't know that. In just a moment, we're going to open the phone lines. I told you we were going to transition into the politicker here on KSL News Radio, that wonderful service that Doug Wright used to offer voters, Utahns, uh, around election season. I wanted to revive it, and I've done so with his blessing. The number is 801-575-8255, 801-575-8255. That's KSL Talk, and the way it works is very, very simple, very simple. You are going to call in. I'll say, hello, how you doing? Uh, what's new? And then you will hear music playing in the background. 
That music will last for about 20 seconds. You get 20 seconds. I won't interrupt you. No one's going to interrupt you here. Producer Amy's going to keep her mouth shut. We're not going to interrupt anyone here. And you will be able to speak uh, to this audience, the listening audience here at KSL News Radio. So that invitation is open to voters. It's open to candidates. It's open to anyone who would like to weigh in on this election. Again, the number 801 575 8255-801-KSL-TALK is the number. And let's open up the phones right now. We'll start with uh, Rochelle. Rochelle, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to, well, actually, you, you, you are a candidate, is that correct? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, my name's Rochelle Hobbs, and I'm actually your Salt Lake County recorder. Okay, and you're running for re-election. I am running for re-election. I'm on the ballot tomorrow, and okay. would be honored. Hold on, to hold, hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I've okay. got some. I've yeah, got. Yeah, a t- yeah. I've got a timer for you. I'm going to set the time. Okay. When you hear the music, when you hear the music, you go ahead and make your pitch. All right. Okay. I'm Rochelle Hobbs. I'm your Salt Lake County recorder. I am on the ballot tomorrow, and would be honored to have your vote. Created a new free service called Property Watch. It notifies you whenever something is recorded on your property. This helps prevent home title fraud. You can sign up today at the Salt Lake County Recorder's website. I would be honored to have your vote so I can continue protecting your property record. Remember, Rochelle for Recorder. Outstanding. Rochelle, thank you so much. Uh, All right. Thank you. Uh, so here, here are the rules for here are the rules for us here at Broadcast Central. Uh, when, when you get to twenty seconds, uh, we we bring the phone down. All right, uh, all right. Now let's move on. Now we've got Beth from Lehigh. Uh, again, what we're doing is the politicker. You remember the politicker? It is twenty seconds of uninterrupted airtime. Uh, Beth joins us. Uh, Beth, you ready to go? Yeah. All right. Here, here's your twenty seconds starting now. Okay, so for everyone who lives in House District 33 in West Valley City, please vote for Fatima Deary. Fatima Deary is just the best candidate. I love her so much. She's a refugee from Somalia, and she cares very much about West Valley City. All right, very good, Beth. Thank you so much. Uh, That's how the politicker works. You want to get on here? You want to share... Uh, with the listeners who you're supporting. Maybe it's a constitutional amendment. Maybe it's a candidate. Maybe you are a candidate yourself. I'd love to hear from you. It's 801-KSL-TALK. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Back to the phones. I've got Mark from Riverton. Mark, how are you? Hey, doing well. Uh, Thanks for giving me an opportunity. Yeah. You ready to go? Yeah, I believe so. So I just really wanted to make a quick plug for Trent Staggs. He's been our uh, city mayor for the past while. He's done a great job. I know that he's going to bring some fiscal responsibility to the position of Salt Lake County Mayor if he's given that opportunity to do so. He's done a great job listening to the people, and I really believe in him. Outstanding. Uh, Mark, thanks so much for the call. Uh, you, you getting the feel for this? You seeing how this is working? Pretty smooth uh, process, and unfiltered. You get to share uh, whatever it is you'd like to share on behalf of either yourself, if you're a candidate, or a candidate you support. And that's not just here in Utah. You can go uh, nationwide, uh, but uh, but this has historically proven to be a great opportunity uh, to spend some time on uh, local, local issues. So going back to the phones here, uh, Johnny joins us. Johnny, how are you? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. You ready to rock and roll? Absolutely. Here you go. I would encourage everybody, after accepting the results of the election, uh, to control what we can control. I think it's more so important that uh, what happens in our house than what happens in the White House. There's way too many things that we get caught up in that we can't control. 
All that being said, hands down, Donald Trump is the best candidate for president of the United States right now. Johnny, thanks so much for the the call. Uh, you, you heard that point he made there in the first uh, 10 seconds or so of his uh, his time here on the Politicker. And I'd just like to echo that. Uh, he, he started off not supporting a candidate, um, but he talked about uh, the accepting of results and controlling what you can control. And I think that may be uh, one of the most apropos points to be uh, made these days. There is much that is within our control, much that is without, and we would be well served, I think, focusing on what we can control. And that's the reaction to things in our own home. Uh, keeping emotions in check, keeping frustrations in check, uh, not being distracted uh, or riled up by conspiracy. Uh, it's very important to, to for honestly, the integrity of this nation, the integrity of our democracy, uh, to, to participate uh, respectfully in the system. Anyway, I'm off the soapbox. Now time for Ken. Ken, how are you? Great. All right. You ready to rock and roll? Yes, sir. Your 20 seconds start now. Thank you. For all those that are in Wasatch County, Midway, Heber, Charleston, you have the women of Wasatch running for office and election tomorrow. Please vote for Amy, Jennifer, and Megan. They will do an outstanding job. All righty, Ken. Thanks so much. Uh, the women of Wasatch, she calls them. Now, Kay from Salt Lake joins us. Kay, how are you? Good, thanks. All righty. Uh, are you ready to rock and roll? I am. Here's your 20 seconds. It starts now. Thanks. Dump Trump, vote Fauci, vote for Staggs for county mayor, vote for Sky Rulian for Granite District, and vote Marianne Christensen for House District 37. Thanks a lot. All righty. Uh, look at that. Didn't even use his full time. Uh, I'm going to have to Google and check and see where Fauci's running, just to do a little fact-checking on that one. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to uh, extend the invitation one more time, just a few more minutes of the Politicker. Very much looking forward to hearing who it is you are supporting. The number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number for the Politicker. You might remember this. Do you remember years ago uh, when Doug was hosting the Doug Wright Show during election season? Uh, well, I was the I was the quiet guy behind the scenes answering the phones, and I remembered that. I remembered how wonderful a service it was that he offered to allow Utahns just 20 seconds uninterrupted, right? Uh, you, you you do what you can to, you know, share your beliefs either at home or in the workplace or whatever it is you find yourself talking about politics. Uh, but I, I bet you, I bet you you're, you're not able to get an audience this size. And so here is your opportunity. <laughs> you get 20 seconds unfiltered. We're going to open up the phones here in just another moment. 575-8255-801-575-8255. For the next few minutes, we're going to continue running the politicker and let uh, anyone, including candidates, if there are any candidates out there listening, you are uh, more than welcome to get on the line and and share uh, your own pitch. You heard uh, Rochelle Hobbs running for re-election for Salt Lake County Recorder. She kicked off uh, today's today's politicker. We're going to do this once more tomorrow on Election Day. We'll do the politicker. Uh, We're going to spend a good amount of time letting you and the candidates uh, speak unfiltered. DJ, DJ from Murray is the next participant in the Politicker. DJ, there on the line? Yep, I'm here. All right, you ready to go? I am. All right, fire away. I would just like to adhere to Utah's better judgment and request that everyone use their brains and think about what is on the ballot this year and dump Trump and vote for Biden. Thanks. 
All right, DJ. Uh, there you go. Uh, use your brains, he says. Uh, DJ from Murray. Next up, uh, getting close to the end of things here before we're going to have to take a break, uh, Kathy from Riverton joins us. Kathy, are you there on the line? Yes, I'm here. All right, you switch that radio off there in the background, and when you're ready. Yep, it's off. Okay, outstanding. 20 seconds for you starts now. Um, I am vote for Trump. He's got the most. Uh, similar values to what I'm voting for, the things that mean the most to me, foreign policy, and go Trump. All right, very good. Kathy, not even using up those full 20 seconds. Very good. Uh, I think we can get one or two more in here. One, one actually, and we're going to go to Bonnie now. Uh, Bonnie calling from Lind- Linden. Bonnie, on the line? Yes. All right, you're going to wrap it up today. Your 20 seconds start now. Okay, thanks. I'm just sick and tired of the mudslinging that the candidates do. And what I want to know when they're campaigning is what they're going to do for me and their plan and not what the other guy did. And I wish they would just kind of clean up the act. I hear what you're saying, Bonnie. Thanks so much for the call. Thanks to everyone. Kathy, DJ, Kay, Ken, Johnny, Mark, Beth, Rochelle. Thanks, everyone, for participating in the politicker. As I mentioned, we're going to revive this and do it again tomorrow. So if you uh, are yourself a candidate or if you are hoping to support a candidate, plan on some time tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to open up the phone lines once again. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, uh, going to get some news. Then we're going to hear from Boyd Matheson ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.